Okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Uncle Vinny. We got a special edition today. We're on location with some legends at the Toronto Black headquarters. We got Mr. Brown Guy made it in the building. Brother, I'm happy to uh, finally come through. It's My been a guy. long time coming. Absolutely. Very excited. And your brother, Mr. TK. What's going on, y'all? Thank you for having us. I appreciate you guys, man. Like Brown Guy was saying, this has been in the works. I'm very excited to finally be getting this going. Yeah, man. Me too. Going to be legendary. So what are you guys up to, bro? How's, how's uh, life treating you? Oh, bro, life it's good, is, bro. Yeah, it's life good. is good. It's good. It's working every day, you know? So I want to get into both of your stories. But first off, you both are doing this filming stuff together most of the time, correct? Yeah, yeah. We, we work a lot together. <clears throat> Excuse me. We work a lot together, but we still also do, like, you know, our own stuff, like, TK's not signed to Brown Guy. Brown Guy's not signed to TK. You know what I mean? So, but <clears throat> we just kind of come together and just make shit work. Deadly duo. Facts. How'd you guys link up in the first place? Oh, I linked up a long time ago. I want to say maybe like six, six years ago. Okay. At a shoot. Um, I was actually shooting the video and Brown Guy was doing behind the scenes at the time. And, uh, you know, we linked up shot a video there and then ever since then we've been kind of locked in yeah we yeah that that day was crazy i remember it still it was nuts it was super nuts so you both were already doing filming on your own and then kind of yeah so like that. for me i was kind of still new to the whole game <clears throat> um i was working security but i was also doing like um i was working with block of the dawn and like i was doing all his like behind the scenes and stuff like that and then tk was shooting his music videos along with, you know, some other directors, but <clears throat> that day there was the first, like, the, I'm going to say, like, the third video that I was behind the scenes on for Black, or the first, like, actual music video I was behind the scenes was uh, Black and Tory Lanez. Yo, that's a crazy uh, video to be for your first one. Yo, I'm telling you. Jumped <laughs> into that real quick. <clears throat> yeah, because, like, I went from nightclubs to concerts, and then Black kind of pulled me in, and he's like, yo, hop in, you know, I want to work with you. <clears throat> then we just kind of like clicked from there were you a kid that was like a filming kid you already have a camera and all that or this was nah, random it was it was it was it was kind of sort of random like i was always around it like my grandmother would always film like christmas videos so like i always seen it um <clears throat> and then i'd film fight videos on my cell phones okay um, world star like, shit. <laughs> yeah but like when i really really got into like the whole film side um <clears throat> it was super late um, I wanted to shoot, like, I had this idea in my head, like, I'm like, yo, I want to shoot short films and documentaries on at-risk youth, but like, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't afford film school, because, like, you know, super low income. Um, <clears throat> so I got, I bought my first camera, actually it was 10 years ago, like, three days ago. So I was like, I was like, yo, that's crazy. So I, I grabbed the first camera, I started shooting nightclubs with um, my boy Meeks, MC Meeks, all ages. Um... <clears throat> and then yeah man we just kind of grew from there body english body english okay, shout out body english body man. english famous nightclub freaking <laughs> very mississauga city. reference yeah man super super mississauga that's hilarious bro so <clears throat> from that it blossomed into yeah it just kind of just kind of blew up i never expected it to get to the level that it got to be around the people i've been around like major and non-major it's nuts, bro. I want to dive into that for more for sure. But TK, I want to hear kind of your origins in this game as well. Mm, I've been doing this for a long time. Like, I want to say 10 years plus. Uh, grew up, like, my parents doing, like, uh, weddings. So my mom and my dad shooting, editing weddings. So I grew up around that. Um, 
went to school for I didn't well I went to school for a year but I was doing like editing since I was like grade six you know so I've been in, in it for a while um even after high school I didn't know what I wanted to do and I was just like yeah, go for the film stuff you know so I went to college for a year it was more theory stuff so I dropped out and I decided to go like freelance from there and then since then I've been shooting non-stop so. That's unreal. Do you feel like you were learning more from being with your parents than you were kind of in school? Uh, like the hard work stuff, like I was like wrapping wires, you know, running back and forth, doing like all the extra work. I was doing all that. And when it came to editing, I wasn't really interested in, in the weddings. You know what I mean? Um, but I did get a lot of experience from that. You know what I mean? So right. I did learn a lot from that more than I did from school. So. It's true, like that real life experience. Sometimes yeah. you can't replicate that. Yeah, hundred percent. That's and real. More like more hands on than theory. You know what I mean? So, absolutely. And were you working on music videos and stuff like that pretty early um, on? Actually, my first music video was in when I was in college. There was an artist there that I was working with, and we shot our first video. And that, that's what I used to kind of open the door for everything else. Just promoted it on Twitter, and then everyone started hitting me up. For music videos okay yeah. that was a question i wanted to ask both of you guys like you start with filming stuff you start mastering your craft what did you do with that footage like were you dropping all of it did you have stuff that you kind of stashed watched for yourself how'd that work for you so for me i had <clears throat> like i said right i started nightclubs and concerts like i had a, a plethora of like drives of concert footage from like ace hood to taiga to ti etc etc <clears throat> um, I had shutouts from all these guys, but all my old, old footage, it's all gone because hard drives got corrupted. And I'm, I'm stupid and I never, you know, backed anything up. I've learned from that stuff. Yo, even just today <laughs> being around all this equipment and stuff like that, it reminds you how complex filming can actually be sometimes. Like, yeah, it's a camera, but it's there's so crazy. much shit to go into this. Uh, it's, yeah. a lot, it's a lot behind the scenes that people don't see. Tons, bro. Hard drive. The average person would not think about hard drives at all. Meanwhile, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like even that. back in the day, it was so rough. Like I was working with like uh, Adobe Premiere CS3, and like there's no auto save. There's nothing, and it's just crashing. You know, you complete the project, and then like seconds later, the whole thing crashes. File corrupted. Like been through it all. So technology has definitely changed. You know, so it's changed a lot, and mm. that's an interesting point too, where it's like. I think if you ask most most people in like the filming world, they'll say like they had a rough go where they lost footage, they lost files. Overcoming that, how how did that work for you guys? Because for a young filmer, that could be traumatic. What's yeah. some advice you could potentially <laughs> give of how to? Oh fuck, I lost the sick footage. What do I do from here? What's some advice you would say? Back everything up. <clears throat> you know, if you're gonna buy a. And don't buy, don't buy spinning disk hard drives, buy SSDs. Like now, if you're starting now or, or you're, you know, you're getting into it, <clears throat> excuse me, get SSDs because like they don't have no moving parts. So it's less likely for them to fail. They'll still fail, but it's less likely. Even technology now, it's just like you can depend on it, but you can at the same time, you know, so always back things up. Even if you're at a point where you've lost footage, there's ways to recover it. But even if you can, you kind of have to work around it. You know what I mean? Right. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, 100%. Just back it up two, three times if you have to. 
Understood. So going back to working with different artists, you mentioned Black of the Dawn. I noticed yeah. you've worked with him for a long time. <clears throat> yeah. Tied in with him. Sheffy as well, someone you worked a ton with. Was that something you thought of early where you really want to like develop that relationship with the artist and keep it moving? Yeah, to be honest with you, that's that's the biggest thing, right? Like this whole <clears throat> business is about relationships, right? It's about it's about building a trust, it's about building just in general with someone. Like I can look at Blacka. And, like, he can look at me and just be like, and then, boom, I know what he's thinking, and, boom, I can run to that side, or I can go like this. Or, and, and you learn from people that you build with what actually goes on in their head. So you can pull, like, you can hear a song and be like, okay, so Blacker would want to shoot it like this, so let's figure it out like this. Or... Um, let's say, let's say, Cash Poppy would fig- would want to shoot it like this. Let's shoot it like this. Or Big Money would want to shoot it like this. Let's shoot it like this. Right? Everybody has their own styles. And when you build that relationship, and that that like, yeah, when you build that relationship, it's just <clears throat> it's uh, genuine. Right. So I think building relationships is so important. You know what I mean? Because you have that connection, and it's just things work easier. Right. Absolutely, bro. That's a cliche, but mm. it's it's not what you know. It's who you know. Exactly, it's super yeah. true. It makes your life easier. Go to different levels, and you mm. probably thought you couldn't. Massive. Yeah. You guys yeah. both work together on, on um, videos for Black and Sheffy and those guys. You oh, both yeah. kind of share that yeah. relationship, yeah, too. Yeah. I love that. That's like building a team from the core. 100% yeah. teamwork is, is yeah. key, right? Hell yeah. That's why we work so well together because we know, like, we always sit down, we plan videos, you know, we always talk with the artists, like, the relationship is there, you know what I mean? So, it just turns out, everything turns out better, even the final product, right? So, so when you guys started working together, did you notice that you were improving at different phases? Like, oh, TK was doing something I wasn't doing, Brown Guy was doing something I wasn't doing, you felt like you got stronger from doing that? 100%. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, yeah. tell you... <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell everybody, like, yo, right now, Branga would be shit without TK. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, just h- having those those extra pair of eyes and that 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 second mind to kind of help expand yours, it just makes everything so much easier. I think the more people you have the on the on the team, the better, right? Because you may see one thing differently, and everybody else might see a different perspective. Right. right so like even if brown guy doesn't see something i'll see it if i don't see a brown guy sees it that's why we work so well because we bounce ideas off each other especially to the artists as well right we very uh keep the communication all the way around that's a great point because you might see something completely different than mm-hmm. than your partner would or someone else would and then that opens up a huge lane for yeah. you 100 percent. 100 percent. i love that do you guys feel like there's a director community in toronto yeah, yeah. 100%. Even Brown guy, like I, I first saw you on camera from that interview that you did with uh, We Love Hip Hop okay. with M Works. Shout out M Works. Yeah, shout and out M Works. Um, KR. KR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, legends. Legends. Like between the three of you, that's fucking millions of views on YouTube. Tons of bangers. Hundred percent. And what's crazy is I had never met M Works before, but I had always talked to him. Um, <clears throat> I didn't think I had ever met KR. But, like, I'm, I went to KR. I'm like, yo, bro, it's a pleasure to meet you. He's like, yo, bro, guy, you don't remember me? I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, bro, I asked you about camera equipment on that, on that overboard uh, uh, club event. I'm like, what? I'm like, say word. You know, and it's just, it's just crazy how, like, yeah, man, we, we, we're all together. <clears throat> it's tied in. Because, yo, Toronto, we see the rappers a lot of the time. 
we see the publicity that they get but meanwhile you guys are behind a lot of their biggest hits a lot of their biggest videos so i think it's important that you got you guys do stick together and have platforms to speak out so when i saw all three of you guys doing that i thought that was so cool yeah and i think this is a good option as well no definitely it's dope to see you know more more like interviewers and podcasts and just shows in general like reach out to the directors as well because <clears throat> a lot of directors really should get that light too because they're, they're crazy. Don't look at a Razio. Yes, that oh, man is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Look at Samurai. Samurai is crazy. Jacob Ettinger, etc. Right? They're all amazing at what they do, but they don't get that 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 light. Yeah, absolutely. Did you guys feel like that was something you you wanted? Like you wanted that exposure a little bit more. You wanted a little bit more of like how to get your brand out there. I mean, for me, no. Because, like, to be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't want people seeing my face, but my whole brand mm-hmm. is my face, right? But, like, one thing I did is I also own a hip-hop blog, right? So I own What The Hype since 2015. And one thing What The Hype does is, you know, we really put on for the directors, right? Oh. So there's, <clears throat> it gives them that, but, like, yeah, but we don't really need that light because what we do, but we don't need the same kind of spotlight that, let's say, like, a rapper does. Because our brand is on the video anyways in most cases so if anybody like likes our work like say someone likes nemesis's work right yeah <clears throat> they see gold nemesis media. by the way they see gold my media and boom they, they google it or they see tk boom google it they see brown guy boom google it right so it's not hard to find us but <clears throat> it is dope to see other directors perspectives when they are on platforms like this also with that being said our work speaks for ourselves, you know what I mean? And the way we put ourselves out there and the content that we're putting out, you know what I mean? So that really gives us a shine at the same time. But even the podcast interview stuff, that even gives another perspective from people behind the scenes. I love that phrase of the work speaks for itself, because especially in today's day and age, a lot of you know social media craziness, like huge characters out there. If you keep it to just having that quality work, doing that good business it keeps your brand clean i feel and, and people know you're about what you're about 100 percent. that's huge when did the uh the face start to be the like the logo bro because so, i see i see your face on friday ricky dress laptop every time. All the time over here i see your face all over bro where did that come from yeah man so like it's always been brown guy's always been a face <clears throat> this final form of the logo is like five iterations Okay. So, like, it went from one, and, and it all stemmed from a photo of my actual face. <clears throat> I have a boy who lives in, uh, who lives in uh, uh, Ottawa, and he designed the first logo. And, like, it wasn't even, it was, like, a massive head in, like, this red velour suit. <clears throat> that was Brown Guy made it at that time. I seen that one, actually. Yeah, and, like, you know, I think the first time that we really, really pushed on that logo um, was All Ages Days, and I put the logo on bras and panties and sold a crap ton of them. <clears throat> That's when I knew that, like, yo, merch and branding is crazy. It's a huge loophole, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brown guy bras, we need another <laughs> drop of that. Bro, I, what's crazy, I still have people asking, like, yo, are you going to make those again? Nah, I'm not going to make them again. <laughs> That's smart, bro. That's a good way to talk to girls, too. There yeah, we go. 100%. 100%. Loopholes. <laughs> Loopholes, super loopholes. You could look like the Value Village DJ Khaled, the girl you want. <laughs> I love that, bro. And then from there, it just kept building. Yeah, it just kept building. And like, I, I always wanted a new iteration because I wasn't really 100% satisfied. Like, as I grew, right? So, 
this final iteration was done by a, a legendary rapper in the city by the name of Tommy Spitz. He's also, you know, he also does art. And, like, Sick. he designed it. And, like, bro, I've turned it into the stickers, to the merch, to the chain, to everything. Like, that is the Brown Guy brand now. It's brilliant, bro. Seeing that inspires me, like, to try to build my own brand. I see what you're doing. I'm like, okay, that, that, that's a very smart thing to do where it's not that complicated. It's just working and make sure, making sure you, you get yourself out there. 100%. That's real. It's all about, you know, just pushing it, right? You have to be in people's faces. It's like <clears throat> when you watch a brown guy video, right? Like a video that I shot. What do you, what's the first thing you hear? You're watching a blah, 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 brown guy made a visual, right? So like it implants in your head. And that's all branding and marketing is, is making sure that it, it you know, that it'll, it'll get implanted in your brain subliminally, they see that logo, they know what it is. Mm -hmm. They know where to go. Exactly. That's real. Learned a lot from this guy. So, you know, branding <laughs> is super key, yeah. right? So, and branding is everything. Even just not for me, like you said, it's, it's better for everybody. You know, you just have to find something that works for you and just push that in any way possible. Absolutely. Where's the TK stickers at, man? Oh, on the way, bro. On the way. Yeah, I gotta like even from just learning. I'm tr I'm also trying to figure out like what could work for me. You know what I mean? The merch stuff like that. Try not to be exactly the same, but in my own way, in my own creative way, try to put that out there, right? So. Hundred percent, and I'm laughing because we got these supreme microphones right here, like branding kings. <laughs> it's just so true, man. Yeah. That that logo, it could do a ton for you. Oh yeah, for 100%. sure. For sure. Do you get this is a question I just thought of. Do you guys feel like by selling that merch and promoting that brand, it maybe takes some pressure off of your creative stuff? Because maybe a little more freedom to, to shoot what you want to shoot or do what you want to do because you have a other income stream? 100% for me, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like with me, even with merch, right? Like I sell merch and 95% of like 90, not, let, let, let's say like 90% of the demographic that buys my merch are females so it's like the females are always advertising brown guy which means that the men will follow right <clears throat> so it does take you know a lot of pressure off where it's like yo damn yo i'm broke i need to go and yo music video i don't care what it is i can still exactly choose who i want to work with exactly that's that's kind of what i was thinking because we see a lot like a rapper puts out a song director puts out a video but where does the money come from right and i think that's an important part of being a creative figuring out how do we support ourselves mm -hmm. when you guys were starting off was that a struggle for you oh, yeah. mm -hmm. but when i was starting off i was charging 60 dollars for a music video traveling to kitchener shooting music videos and i'm i'm paying for the gold bus out of that 60 dollars. right <clears throat> right so it's like yeah man it was definitely hard but at the same time i was also working a real job right so i had that source of income and then this was just kind of like okay i want to learn so i was willing to just bully my way into the into it right was there ever a time and, and i asked this because i think it's important to talk about were there ever times when you were thinking about dropping the camera and just going to do some other shit all the time yeah all the time for to me this day. to this day for me i don't know like the camera saved my life for That's sure you know what I mean? Just picking it up and doing what I do is like, I love it. You know what I mean? So it's like, in a way, there's been times where I sit back and I'm just like, damn, like, you know, but at the end of the day, I know like that is for me. Right. So right. Yeah. 
like you were getting into trouble or you just didn't have like the direction you wanted uh like even just growing up like aside from my parents you know what i mean just like from everybody else it was hard because like yeah people are telling me visuals are sick and all but like there wasn't that support that we have now you know what i mean so it was it was much more harder back in the day but like i don't think i ever dropped the camera you know what i mean if i do it's something like more for behind the scenes stuff right right you it's a love yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I won't ever drop it. Like in the beginning, <clears throat> you know, I, I I was in the beginning. I was always pawning off my camera. Like I was taking it to the pawn shops. I needed the money. Um, <clears throat> I was going to sell it all, and like I be- I strongly, strongly, strongly believe in the universe. Right, the universe has a plan. It has a path, and you know, it's just up to you to follow it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I. I was gonna sell the camera. This is when I had the Canon T2i, and I got a phone call from somebody by the name of Curly. If you were at Body English, you probably know Curly the MC. You know, he called me. He's like, "Yo, brown guy, your camera's charged." I'm like, "Yeah." <clears throat> Super attitude too. Like, I was just not having it. I was like, "Yeah, why?" He's like, "Yo, bro, get ready." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Don't worry, just get ready." I'm like, "All right." So he came to my house. He picked me up. I'm like, "Yo, where are we going?" He's like, "Don't worry." He brought me to Luxie. And I'm there, and I'm like, okay, why are we here? I hate Luxies. Rest mm. in peace, Luxies, by the way. Um, <clears throat> I hate Luxies. Brings me in, he brings me backstage, and Ace Hood is standing there. And this is when he had, like, that major hit, Bugatti. Bugatti. Right? And, like, Ivan Berrios is there, who's now DJ Khaled's, like, main camera guy. And Curly's like, yeah, bro, I want you to shoot. I'm like, yo, bro, this is crazy. Like, I just wanted to sell my stuff. And then the universe put me here. So I was like, yo, I just can't, I can't sell it. I got to keep pushing. There's a bigger picture. So, but even now, like, I still sometimes I want to, you know, I want to give up because it's just so much. There's a lot of stress within this, but it's like, yo, you just have to sit back, take a deep breath, have a woosah moment, and just keep pushing. Just keep going. Real shit. And I asked you that question for that because I knew you would say something like that where it's like, yeah, hard times are here, but if you really love it and really want to do it, gotta keep going 100 because i i think going back to social media shit like there's kind of an instant gratification thing going on where Mm -hmm. it's like i gotta post this immediate likes if i don't get it it's fucked meanwhile there's struggle in anything you do Mm -hmm. but if you're really about it you gotta keep pushing Yeah, it's all about getting back up you know what i mean yeah so hell yeah man i like how you're bringing up luxie too this is bringing me back 2010 (laughs) gta club life yeah man come a long way really had bro came a long way from 416 all ages to where we are now bro <laughs> real shit yo you you mentioned you um your your demographic a lot of females yeah. and you work with a lot of models i see so you work with a lot of artists rappers but models as well yeah. what would you say is the biggest difference between working with models and working with the rappers working with models they just kind of like you tell them what to do and they just do it right <clears throat> if they don't want to do it they'll be like nah i don't want to do it but then you have certain right. models where like I have one model where <clears throat> I could be at a at a condo and it could have like a crazy bathroom and I'm not even thinking of like, you know, a bathroom scene or anything or like a shower scene or anything. And I can look at this girl and be like, yo, see the shower? And she'll be like, yo, boom. You know, she's just down to do whatever because she knows that, you know, the vision's there. Um, <clears throat> but I also have like, I have that good relationship with models because I'm not a creep. I might be a brown guy, but I'm not a creep. You know Facts. what I mean? There's a lot of there's a lot of incidents, you know. Yeah. 
what we've heard. There's so a lot of guys with cameras. Yeah. Just got to keep it professional and, you know, keep it going. Real shit. I like that you brought that up, though, because it's, again, it's your brand. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were doing some some weird shit. It reflects that, on you. It reflects on you. That word gets out. You know, everything's got to be solid everywhere we go. Business. Exactly. How you carry yourself. Fuck exactly. with that. <clears throat> yeah, I man, it's, 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 it's about keeping models comfortable, right? Yeah. Because if a model is comfortable, then we're blessed. Okay, so quick technical difficulty, but I want to bring something up that we talked about during the break that was quite interesting. We were all talking about how not really like naturally wanting to be like in front of the camera, don't really like hearing yourselves talk, maybe <laughs> more on the introverted side, if that's fair to oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very relatable. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. You guys feel like since you've been doing what you're doing, it's helped you break out of your shell a little bit? For me... <clears throat> um, kind of like for me, what, what helped me break out of my shell was, uh, when I did security cause I did events <clears throat> and I did like artist protection and clo- like close protection right. and shit like that. Um, let's say 10 years ago, I couldn't speak to people. Like I stutter a lot and <clears throat> I don't know what it was, whether it was like just nervousness or just something in my brain that was like, shut up. You're, you everything you say is stupid. Right. Um, but now it's kind of like, I'm a lot better and yeah, definitely the security definitely pushed me out of my shell. Um, this stuff here has pushed me out of my shell as well. And being sober pushed me out of Mm. my my shell. You used to go hard? Oh bro, I used to go (laughs) stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Drinking mostly? Drinking a lot of weed. Okay. Um, like I was TT before Robin Banks made up TT. Shout out Mr. TT. <laughs> TT. That's interesting, bro. Was there like a, not to get too Dr. Phil-ish, but was there like a rock bottom where you're like, no, nah, this can't keep going? Yeah, it was kind of like <clears throat> when with, with, with weed, it was more the fact that I get mad anxiety and I get, I guess I get super paranoid. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. I used to smoke a lot of weed and I used to be fine. excuse me but like i got that happened to me and i was like okay this is no more and then with drinking i uh it was when i remember taking a shot of tequila and then i remember waking up in front of my doorstep because i had passed out i blacked out i fainted i smashed my head off of a marble floor and all of my boys picked me up threw me in a van and brought me home and like i was still a big guy back then so like all these scrawny little guys are picking me up and putting me in a van i'm like yo you know what this isn't for me no more Mm -hmm. let me just focus even Uh, for me like super introvert right um like i'm just a quiet laid-back guy you know what i mean but when it comes to certain things i i overlook everything you know, make sure everything's good, whatever. And then I think just even hanging out with the right people, like me hanging out with brown guy, it's really brought me out more, you know, meeting different people, just going through the whole experience. You know what I mean? And then even with just being sober, too, you know what I mean? It really keeps you locked in and focused. So you you touched on interesting points there. One for sure, like the company you keep is huge, bro. Yeah. Like, I think everyone will experience that at some point where it's like, mm-hmm. if these people are doing not the best stuff, it's putting me in a bad position. So mm-hmm. being around people yeah. that are doing good stuff is massive. Mm-hmm. 
thing that was interesting what you guys are saying with sober you're freaking directing rap videos rappers are notorious mm-hmm. for turning up yeah that temptation for you guys is that awkward or you just feel like fuck it it's here for business there'll be yeah. times where they just like yo take a shot dude you know did this and that but like before it was like it was bad you know like basically you're working and you're under the influence you know so there i've had moments where like lost footage that's where it comes back to lost footage this and that unprofessionalism right uh obviously learning experience but it's also like okay like you know, there's a time and place. Even when we eat, we don't even eat when we shoot. We wait till after everything's done, make sure everything's good, and then take a break, right? Yeah. <clears throat> For me, I just, nah. Like, I'll drink on occasion. Like, if I haven't seen an artist in, like, years, I'll have a shot with them. Or, like, if if the artist is always asking me to, like, yo, brown guy, take a shot. Yo, brown guy, take a shot. And, like, I want them not to drink on set. I'll be like, yo, listen. <laughs> After this video is done, if you don't drink, I'll take a shot with you. I love that. You know what I mean? I use it. I, it's like you know, some safe extortion. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> that's hilarious. Man. That, that, that's conversation, again, I like to have because yo, the job you guys do is not the safest, bro. No. Like you, you, you guys have to go to specific areas sometimes that could be dangerous. Being around people where even... You don't really know what they're doing on their off time, bro. Maybe mm-hmm. some problems come with that. So, again, talking about this, I think it's good for people to hear. Like, yo, you got to take these things serious. Mm-hmm. You got to move serious. You got to move appropriately. Is that something you guys learned? Obviously, with alcohol and stuff like that, but dealing with kind of the other street type shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole, <clears throat> yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been through some situations that made mm-hmm. me, like, rethink how i moved my business and how i was business wise um so when i started like introducing production agreements and like it the production agreements allowed me to kind of filter my market and my demographic because if you don't want to sign my production agreement and follow the steps around i don't want to work with you because you're not about business right right um i'm a businessman right that's all i do i just work Right. If I'm not shooting a music video or if I'm not shooting a video in general, I'm in my room or I'm here. Right. So, but yeah, the contracts or sorry, production agreements definitely changed a lot. Mm -hmm. It's great advice. And and Jay-ZB brought that up in our interview. Shout out Jay-ZB. But like you doing that influenced someone younger trying to do their thing to Mm -hmm. do that, too. So I think it's making a difference, bro. No, 100 percent. She's definitely a. I'll, I'll, I'll forever co-sign her. It's definitely say that she's going to be a legendary creative. Facts, in yeah, city. she has a lot of potential. So. <clears throat> Same Young with Seth. Yeah. Seth, too, has amazing potential. And he, he's, just, he's surrounded by like some amazing people, too, like my name, French. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> They're so fucking young, too. It's Yo, ridiculous. Bro. And see, the thing with that is now is like guiding them properly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because back in the day, not many people had that kind of like somebody to Facts. look up to or somebody to guide you, right? Facts. So it's like, it's our jobs, like, the older heads to kind of just you know like you're doing the right thing okay this is what you should do and they just follow after that right yeah it's the main reason why like a lot of young upcoming directors or even photographers right they'll message me and be like yo can i come shoot on your set whatever yeah come through because when i was coming up i'd ask certain people for advice yo go google it from here but if i ask guys in the states "Yeah, yeah yeah this is how you do it no problem blah 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 so i learned that 
we shouldn't be gatekeeping information because, yo, bro, we're not, I, me personally, I'm not trying to take anybody else's gigs. I'm not trying to take anybody else's clients. I'm building my own thing. I'm not trying to be like you either, right? <clears throat> I might take inspiration, but I will take that inspiration and sprinkle that brown guy sauce on it and oh, turn it into, you know, brown guy style or TK style. That's Real about shit. working working together. Mm-hmm. It's about thing. working together, mm-hmm. man. Why worry about competition why exactly. worry about what can they do that's taking energy away from us doing our thing yeah exactly that's awesome I, that's one of the main reasons i wanted to talk to you guys because you're always like promoting that yeah like, man, i get promoting free community. game all the time it's huge man wherever, wherever we can help you know what i mean so that's real and that's where i think that longevity <sighs> will come from man you guys keep doing your thing breeding this next generation mm-hmm. yeah keeps your you guys around too facts massive man um you say something in your i forget if you've said it in videos i've heard you say it before for sure where you say i'm not shooting diss songs or like violent songs Mm -hmm. you did that in the past yeah i shot a lot of diss records and whatnot because i didn't you know i'm not from the streets you know what i mean i might have grown up in that environment but i'm not from that environment i never claimed that environment um so like you know i'm not really with like all the politics that are going on. i don't understand them and i never will yep. um i'd love to see artists come together but unfortunately you know it's the politics but yeah man i've i've shot some diss records and it to me it just i see it like this <clears throat> me or any other director shooting a diss record or something that might be dissing someone who's passed away it's almost like you're co-signing it Mm-hmm. right Facts. and i don't want to co-sign that i'm not about it um i feel like you know if someone's gone like say they you know they passed away let them rest like just stop smoking on so and so and smoking on this to me it just doesn't make sense um but yeah man definitely like don't get me wrong, right? Well, sh- I shot violent records recently, but it's like they're not dissing anybody. Right. And we're putting an actual story behind it. Because remember, hip-hop is about telling a story, yeah. right? It's about rapping about your life. It's poetry. So if you want me to shoot a, a video where you you know you might be talking about running a drill or whatever, and you just want to like go stand on top of the dumpster outside, nah, I'm good. Nope. But now if you want to like make a movie... Yo, holler at me. Tell yeah, that story. Yeah. Exactly. But just make sure there's no like subliminals dissing someone and stuff like that because I just don't co-sign it. And like you said, it reflects on our image mm-hmm. right? Yeah. and on the business, right? And then uh, it just gets us into situations that we don't need, right? Exactly. So. You hear about that. When you hear about um, people that aren't really involved in the shit, now they're involved in it. Mm-hmm. And it's a very dangerous situation, man. So you're dealing with people that don't play about that. Yeah gotta be very careful exactly real shit it's uh i like how you said too where it's like it doesn't make sense like promoting that stuff doing it is not good for a community it's not 100%. good for anyone really it's not good for your money 100 percent. you know it's, it's why why even fuck with it why even promote 100%. it it's it's <clears throat> i see like a lot of directors that'll do it because it's easy money it's quick right. money right but quick money isn't forever money right um so yeah man a lot of directors will shoot it because it's they can grow with it as well right because let's be honest us as humans we love negativity right negativity draws us that's why 
all these blogs are posting nothing but negative stuff, right? Because it stirs conversation in the in in the comments for sure, and it it it, it just brings out of views, etc. So, yeah, man, it it makes sense in a way where like okay, they're using it to market themselves, but <clears throat> the meaning behind it doesn't make sense to mm. them. Exactly, it's not it's not good at the end of the no. day. No, no, definitely not. You guys see when you started shooting, do you feel like it's more geared towards that now as composed to then? Like the like the disrespectful music? I think it's gotten worse. Yeah. It's gotten way a lot worse, worse because it's not even just us. It's kinda like all over the world. You know, it's just passing through people getting inspiration, this and that, right? Back in the day it wasn't so it was bad, but it wasn't as serious as it is now, right? And then it also involves, like, the gun violence in the city. You know what I mean? It just keeps escalating. And it's also our part to kind of stay away from that and try to come together as a collective and try to go against the violence in the city, right? So. Well, so it's a tricky balance because it's, like, you, as a creative, you want to promote being creative freedom, you know, do what you got to do. But at the same time, when it's very negative, it's... You know, it's, it's kind of crossing that boundary that could yeah. cause some problems. Yeah, yeah. Real shit. How, how do you guys feel about Toronto like scene right now? I asked you that too because you've been around. You've been <laughs> yeah. around for multiple scenes. Yeah, like I think this 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 current state of music in the city um, is good. Don't get me wrong, right? Like people like we're evolving and personally i think if we didn't have so much politics we would be the number one, i've said this before we'd be the mm. number one city in the world for yeah. hip-hop, right like yo we breed talent right whether it's it doesn't even just have to be hip-hop right like think of like legends in the music industry and nine out of ten times they're canadian yeah drake shania twain um celine dion jb justin bieber yeah you know, the weekend, the weekend party yeah. next door. Yo, bro, party needs to come back. Um, <laughs> Roy Woods, Nav, Tory Lanez. I could go on. Yeah. Nickelback is from here. Yeah. Huge. Shout you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne, yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. yeah. 100%. Exactly. 100% agree. Yeah, man. So, like, I definitely feel like hip-hop-wise, we could be number one. But there's too much going on behind the scenes. I agree. I think it's a cycle. Like, I feel like it'll kind of change due to over time. Like, if you look back on it, like, 2017, like, Lil Pump was, like, the biggest artist mm -hmm. in the world for a bit. Horrible like these music. That was a crazy time, right? Horrible yeah. music. But it's like, sometimes things just filter themselves out, and mm. I feel like mm -hmm. maybe in a couple of years, that violent, violent, like, op shit might be a thing of the past, you know? I hope so. I, I hope so, too. Awesome. Yeah. Because it's also gonna... Remember, right? Music influences a lot of things, right? Definitely. And, like, me, I'm all about the youth. I'm all for the youth and the youth being successful and, and you know, because they're, they're our next leaders. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you know, so if we're continuously keeping this wave of music, right, then it's influencing the kids like, yo, I need to be like this rather than them trying to move forward and becoming, you know, something a lot better within music or trying mm -hmm. to change music. Exactly. Um, touching on the community stuff, is there is that something that's in your like like long-term plans like oh yeah focusing on that sort of 100%. thing 100 percent. like like i said right my whole <clears throat> i don't know if i said it on here if it was when we were talking before my whole background is because i wanted to shoot short films and documentaries on at risk yeah. youth right so i want to show the youth how to turn a negative into a positive i want to show them that like 
yo, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of youth that are going through it, especially after COVID, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of youth that are going through it, and they don't understand what's going on because they're so young. That you know, a lot of kids are taking their lives, right? And it's sad to see. So it's just about hopefully, yeah. So hopefully next year, you know, we can start our first short film on that subject. I love that. If you need help with that, I'd love to help. Hundred percent, man. I definitely want to do. <clears throat> before COVID was a thing, I was gonna do a drop-in program for kids. Or, you know, at rescue. Yeah. Um, where they could learn anything from film, photography, graphic mm-hmm. design, um, beat production, etc., 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 and bring like people of influence who they've 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 watched or they've seen their work or they've heard their work to kind of teach them like you know a one day class like holler at i don't know guys like see if zach fax would have been down to come through and and you know show a cinematography course to these youth Mm -hmm. right but covid hit so i want to try to do that within like the next year or two as well that would be sick. Emworks talked about that on my show, bro. Like, I think that would be sick. Yeah. Some powerhouse directors teaching kids how yeah. to do that. That's 100%. amazing. 100%. Like, with me, like, you could ask TK, if there's a kid on set, yo, come. Yeah. You know, you're interested in this? Yeah, this is cool. All right, cool. Let's film. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, because that, that little bit of a positive influence could change your whole change life. Change your whole life. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Set them on a certain path. Man. 100%. And to always remember that moment too mm-hmm. you know what i mean absolutely yeah. everyone as a kid i think we're all looking for that little like someone that's cool, cool yeah. and like doing their thing exactly mm-hmm. love that man yo i gotta ask you i'm name dropping a lot but it's all for a reason uh shout out dimitri the shooter apostle <laughs> shout films. Out dimitri. Film, yo I was, I was talking to him a few months back and he name dropped you because he, you kind of put him onto a potential riffraff job. Yeah, a yeah. Huge riffraff fan, bro. <clears throat> Tell yeah, me you have a couple stories lit. about that time. Yo, riffraff was lit. Let, I'll, I'll say this first off. I have footage of riffraff dissing me in a rap. It's done. I feel proud after you that. You got to put that out You know, somehow, like, <laughs> um, But not yet. Though. The whole riffraff situation was um, Dan Barker um, was with riffraff. And yeah. he was, they, they were looking for an artist to do a feature with. And Dan hit up uh, our manager, Johnny Bravo. And he's like, yo, I want Black on a record with Riff Raff. So we made it happen. Black ran to, I think it was Eastbound Studio. They recorded it that night. Um, then sent it to Riff Raff and Riff Raff started posting it with like bands. Because you know the song was called Bands in Advance. And... Uh, yeah, we went and performed. I think it was the Phoenix Concert Hall. Phoenix? Yeah, I think yep. it was the Phoenix. And, you know, we shot part of the music video. Like, Dan Barker shot part of the music video there with, uh, I think, Dimitri was there. Um, <clears throat> and then, damn. Yeah, we performed. We shot the music video. And then uh, Riff Ralph was looking back and he's like, yo, come on the rest of the tour with me. So, like, we went to like five or six different cities with Riff Raff and, like, just seeing Riff in his element, like in a studio or off of stage, etc., it's inspiring because like, yo, that guy is actually a genius. Huge. The guy is a genius. Yo, the stuff that he says and that he comes up with and seeing how he records, bro, I sat there and I was like, yo, this guy is insane. Insane, yeah. Like, yo, he will record one bar, stop, tell the engineer to play it back, he'll listen, and he'll be like, okay, go ahead. He'll record the next bar. Then he'll record the next bar and then the next bar. And it's like, yo, 
he's very like in his head about it. Bro, I'm convinced he's not a human. Like I need to jump somewhere <laughs> I else. Believe, yeah, nah, he's, he's definitely not human. That he man definitely yeah, is. That man different. is lit though. That man is super lit. Super lit. Were you were there too, TK? No, I wasn't. I wasn't there around that time. Uh, TK went ghost. I went. I disappeared <laughs> for a bit. I had to pull him out of uh, hibernation. <laughs> that's all right, man. Again, that's what friends are for. Exactly. Hundred yeah. percent. I love a good riffraff talk, bro. Thank Yo, you for bro. sharing that. <laughs> shout out riffraff, man. Big shout out riffraff. Um and. Uh, we're gonna wrap this up shortly but you actually touched on one other thing that was interesting where you're talking about kind of in the states um maybe a little less hesitant to help each other out mm -hmm. is that something you would see yourself doing one day like permanently permanently heading out to the states maybe la or new york something like that 100 100 yeah. i think that's like everybody's dream right especially if you're from here because let's be honest right like our market within what we do is very low compared to like the states or europe etc so if you want to blow you have to blow elsewhere kind of the tory lanes method right yeah tory lanes was here he wasn't really getting super popping like he was popping but he wasn't popping he went to europe blew the fuck up he went to the states blew the fuck up even more mm -hmm. and then everybody from canada was like yo tory that's my guy blah 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 you know so it was just kind of like i was able to kind of watch the path that tory went to success which is dope, super dope. It's an influence. Exactly. It, it shows that, like, yo, bro, anybody can really do it. And, like, because Tory Blue, he brought Zach Fax with him. And Zach Fax is, that man is a legend, legend. behind the camera. Mm -hmm. Like, that man, I watched that man shoot a music video with an FS700, which was, like, it was good, but it wasn't, like, the craziest camera at the time. An Odyssey Q7 recorder and, you know, handheld. And that man's handheld shots looked like they were on a like they were on a stabilizer. Like just watching him work was crazy. That's huge, man. And now they're both kind of killing they're huge. it. Mm -hmm. Huge brands on their own. Yeah, man, huge. How about you, TK? Would you ever see yourself moving mm -hmm. per even not permanently for a couple years, maybe? Yeah, I would like. I've been LA a few times. Supposed to go back maybe next month or so. Hopefully, brown guy, we get brown guy over there too. Coming, man. Yeah, Coming. so it's like it's a different lifestyle there, and I feel like it's very fast paced. But the community there is more supportive, right? So it's it doesn't hurt to go out there. But me, I wouldn't live there permanently, but I would probably stay there, off and on, come back Extended and forth. Stay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Fuck with that. The last question I really like to talk to directors about specifically: Are you guys big like movie guys? I don't mind watching movies, yeah. you know? I've been on movie sets. I was on a set of Pixels. If you Adam know that Sandler. Movie, yeah. My boy was on that set, too. <clears throat> I That's was hilarious. Adam Sandler's personal security guard for that. How was that? Fucking lit. <laughs> lit. Adam Sandler runs around, man. Yo, bro, that man is the most humble person I've ever met in my life. And, like, actually, I can't... Kate, yeah, he, he, he's one of the most humble people I've met in my life still. And I've met some, like, artists that are real assholes and some that are super dope. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah... I got to meet, like, Christopher Columbus, too, because he directed that movie. And got to see how they, like, put the real, like, 3D effects in Video Village as it's just on, like, these Mini Coopers filmed with cameras. But, yeah, nah, definitely. That's not. Do you feel like you got a little inspired from that? Oh, bro, I learned so much. Must have been mm. an experience, yo. That's yeah, a good experience. I felt... How I felt on that set was how you felt on the set of Titans when we walked through. Oh, yeah. When we walked <laughs> through the set of ti Titans, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. 
crazy. Is that something you guys see yourselves going into? Maybe like a feature length type? 100%. That's the goal. Hollywood 100%. style? Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. I want bear explosions. <laughs> yeah. Bear Michael Bay right here. Blow it up. <laughs> Facts. See, see, see the seven series there? Yo, Gucci, I'm Gone. sorry, bro. It's blowing up. <laughs> Kaboom, insurance. <laughs> Love that. Nah, yeah, Even me, like, I never really grew up watching movies and stuff like that. But then once I started getting into film, I started, like, seeing movies differently. Like, how they shot it. It's like, okay, I know how to do that. Or I know how they did that. Right? But, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think when it comes to, like, movies, it was, it was definitely... Um, a lot of, yo, I like cartoons. So, like, I like regular movies, but, like, I like cartoons. Uh, maybe I'm weird, but <clears throat> it's definitely those cartoon movies. <laughs> not anime. I, I can't sit I'm through anime. anime. There's, like, 7,000 episodes. <laughs> anime, I feel like you have to be kind of faded while watching. <laughs> I don't know. I Way don't, too many episodes. Got a smoke or something before yeah. that. Shout out anime. Um... Uh, fucking hilarious man yo i really appreciate your guys time though i appreciate you man. Appreciate very you, man. new experience bro on my spot it's a fucking cell phone camera and a couple microphones here we got i feel like, yeah, like we're in four cameras disney world yo i also want to give a shout out to to our host man toronto black shout out toronto black facts um we'll put your social medias up here and all that shout out everyone in the back too everyone here helped set up the cameras i really appreciate that facts shout out to you guys man what do you guys got going on what do you want to promote plug mm, we got a lot of things going on but most importantly uh shout out toronto black uh they got a we got a, we got a lot of things coming up you know um yeah. a lot of big projects a lot of things in the work and then shout out all the creatives in the city facts everybody behind <clears throat> the scenes putting in work day and night facts Facts. Shout out, shout out, like, yo, shout out Gucci, Toronto.Black. Yeah. Yo, make sure y'all log on to Toronto.Black. 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 Yeah. Um, or else Chucky's going to stab you. Shout out Brothers Grim Vodka. Yeah, shout out Brothers um, Grim. Shout out, like, uh, um, I went mind blank. Yo, you can find me, www.brownguymadeit.com. Whatthehype.ca is coming back December 1st. Um, or you can find us outside shooting a music video that too that too outside and like you know you can ask me for stickers but just remember you're getting branded that's it that's it love it <laughs> shout out jzb and seth g as yeah, well yeah shout out to them hell yeah shout out to them shout out to nemesis for helping shout us out Nem. setting up the camera shout, shout out here, bro yeah man presidential, presidential shots. shots there we go presidential <clears throat> and the next shots. prodigy mini brown guy <laughs> with a poofy hair it's <laughs> <laughs> giving you the finger behind the scenes. Yeah, i love it uh no man i appreciate you guys bro this was a lot of fun for me awesome conversation um like i said bro stay in touch fucking no man 100 what anytime. you guys are doing Anytime you need us, just holler at us. Yeah, just hit us I up. I love what you're doing, bro. Yeah, I love bro. the fact that you put on for creatives and other artists mm -hmm. and just people behind the scenes. Yeah. Appreciate Shout out to you, bro. You, bro. Yeah. Thank you, man. We're going to work on something in the future. I definitely know that. Um, but yo, Brown Guy, TK. Shout out to you guys, Toronto Black, everyone else in the building. Fuck with you guys. Versatile Vigilante. Like, follow, subscribe. We're out here. Let's get it.